Real Golf Radio. It's a reround now on the tee. Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Protecting the rights of you and your loved ones. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome in. Hour number three, the Mountainland Supply Hour of Real Golf Radio. Thanks for joining us here every Saturday morning, 6 to 9 on 1280 The Zone. And wow, did uh, winter finally arrive this weekend? Uh, I was uh, listening, Bob, to uh, a news report that Alta got 70-plus inches of snow in 48 hours. Their average for the month of February at Alta is 70 inches. Uh So we're looking at some... 10 feet by the time this thing works its way out of the system this week uh, in snow at Alta just this week, which is good because uh, we were we need the water. We were definitely in a drought situation, needed some serious water, and we got it yep. almost all back in one storm. That's sort of like holding one out for an albatross on a par five in a Stableford scoring system when you haven't been playing very well. That'll get you back in the mix real fast. You know, I played in a um, a Stableford system event. It was a it was a four man four man team event with my dad. Yeah. One time, when I was still an amateur, and which I'm now an amateur again. But on the 17th hole at Alpine Country Club, easiest two, easiest par five in the on the golf course. You did what? And he made it too. Your dad he did made it too. Yes. Nice. Nice. Is that it? Six, was worth 16 16 pointer. pointer. Yeah. That's uh that like I said, that makes up for a lot when you can drop 16 yes, on does. one hole. So uh yeah, well it's good. And anyway, we have some water uh which is fantastic. Hopefully we will get to some golf here pretty quick. But again, with Mountainland sponsoring uh, our hour number, hour 3 here in the 8 o'clock hour on Real Golf Radio, it's important that we have water for them to uh, use their systems to be able to irrigate our golf courses and our lawns. And so we're happy to, to get this while we need it. Hey, it's uh, let's talk a little bit about it. Jeff Stoddard's director of golf and turf irrigation for Mountainland Supply. And he's joining us right now. Hey, Jeff, what's up, man? How are you guys? We're good. Good to get some, good to get some water here finally, huh? It is. Uh, we hate driving in it, but you know what? We kind of need it for the season. So you hit it right on the head. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, when people have an opportunity to make a cameo on TV, oftentimes the camera pans over to them and they get all excited and they yell, Hey, Mom! Well, since we're not on TV, but we are on radio, we do want to give you an opportunity <laughs> to give your mother a quick <laughs> shout-out because I know she's a big fan of Real Golf Radio and wants to know when you're on and listening. So this is a real quick Mrs. Stoddard um Hi from the guys at Real Golf Radio. Since your son didn't let you know last time, we wanted to make sure you were aware and noticed this time. Yeah, I, I appreciate you doing that, Brian. Hi, Mom. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Why not? Uh, hey, listen, uh, we're not quite ready to start messing around with our sprinkler systems just yet. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of snow that fell. Uh, we've got frozen ground, thing like things like that. But uh, I think it's kind of cool. that I'm really excited about this segment that we're doing because it's kind of things to think about uh, for your yard that you, maybe you didn't realize you needed or something that you've always wanted but you didn't quite know where to go. And we're talking about outdoor lighting patio lighting and outdoor audio and trampolines uh, let, let's start with the the outdoor lighting isn't it amazing 
when, when you're walking around the neighborhood in the summertime, there are those homes where you just go, man, they look so good. It's, it's evening or dusk and the lights are up on the shrubs and the trees and the house accents. And you don't even, I don't even know what the yard looks like in the daytime, but it looks so freaking good with all the lights on it. It's amazing what that does for curb appeal and just the overall ambiance of a home when you have the lighting around it. Yeah, it, it's, it truly is amazing. I mean, I added some to my backyard last year. Uh, and even though I'm not enjoying my backyard right, right now, looking outside and seeing the lights come on at night, it uh, gives you self a sense of pride and accomplishment. And uh, you love your yard a little bit more and want to hang out in your yard a little bit more if you have that outdoor lighting. So what, what types of things do you do as far as not just only accentuating the trees, but what other types of products um, for the outdoor lighting do you guys have? Yeah, so we, we really have the whole gamut of the out, outdoor lighting. So, it, again, you can accentuate your trees and your shrubs and, and light your pathways and your driveway uh, leading up to your front door and that. Um, it's a great option. Um, it, it doesn't cost a lot of money. I mean, a lot of people see that and they go, oh, that must cost, cost a fortune. The way lighting has come over the last couple of years, it, it has become cheaper and cheaper, but the technology is getting better with LED lighting and that. So, I mean, we can literally light anything on your house, around your house, trees, uh, anything, and make it look really good for, for a good, reasonable price. Yeah, and I love that. Jeff Stoddard from Mountainland Supply joining us here on Real Golf Radio. And we put up uh, a string of lights, you know, that you you might see at a, at a big box store. I didn't even know that Mountainland carried this, so it's, it's good to know. But just throwing up a string of lights, people would walk in our backyard, which, by the way, I've, I've, I've been pretty much in the 15, 16 years I've lived in my home, been pretty much disappointed with my backyard. I'll be honest, Jeff. I think there's a lot of cool things that I want to do that I just haven't gotten around to it, mostly because I spend time playing golf instead of working in my yard but that's another story but we hung up a string of lights for the kids to hang out in the backyard and people come up oh i love your backyard i'm like really i'm like i just put up a string of lights that's basically all i did and i kind of did a ghetto version by the way so uh, the thing that, that when we were talking off the air what i love about it is not only not only do you have that product but and you know bob was mentioning this to me too you can, you can cut that to spec. Like you can get the exact feet that you need to, for the different spans that you want to put around your yard. It's not just, Hey, what comes in the box, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you can go to the big box store and you can find this, but you're limited to what they sell. And you, and you really shouldn't be cutting that. This is specific, uh, wire that's made for this. It, it comes in a big spool and we cut it to what you need. You, you add the plugs to it, and then you add what bulbs you want. So we have a couple different styles, but the Edison style is the popular one. It looks good, um, but it, it does bring and invite people into your backyard, and it just gives you that, again, that sense of, hey, I can hang out here, and it's not pitch black, and everyone can enjoy their themselves outside. And, and the thing you've missed about this outdoor lighting and everything – also is that it can be controlled on timers on your phone. Absolutely. The, the outdoor lighting there's, there's uh, with our manufacturer that we rep, um, they have a, a Bluetooth option that you can control. You can change colors uh, in some of the bulbs and, and lights and that. So yeah, it's, it's way cool. It's, it's getting to that techie feel um, that we have. And we talked about last time with the irrigation timers that you can control these things with your smartphone now. 
So just a reminder, Mountainland Supply has everything you need from your down lights, flood lighting, hanging lights, in-ground lights, tiki lights, wall scones, and more. I mean, they have everything that you need. You want to check it out. And not only that, but you will help people with the design of it as well. So when you're starting to think, okay, here's some things I want to do. Maybe I want to put an in-ground trampoline. You have those there as well at Mountainland Supply. Um, and, And I want you to touch on that. But it's important to really think about where you're putting that and how is that going to impact your irrigation in your yard as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's easier to do it ahead of time before you start your backyard. Obviously you can retrofit and add things, but then you've got to move sprinkler lines and that. So if you're getting ready to, to start your backyard or your yard, think about where, yeah, where do you want the trampoline? Where do you want the outdoor lighting? What do you want to accent? And then you run your irrigation around it and you don't ever have to move it again. It's all there. It's all designed in and you're ready to go from the beginning. Above ground and underground options. And you were saying to us before that last year, those things sold out really, really quick. So if you're going to, if you're going to do that, or if you're planning on doing that this year, you need to, you need to get after it right now and get those things reserved. Correct? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a local company that we buy these from here. Uh, But yeah, they have above ground and underground trampoline options for you. Uh, but man, they were, they were gone by June, July last year. You couldn't find one. Um, and if you could, someone bought one, they were going to sell it to you at triple what they bought it for. So uh, we're placing our orders. We've got our orders coming in, uh, time to get that reserved and, and don't wait until, until June or July when it's nice weather outside, you want to lock that in now. Finally, uh, before we let you go, Jeff, Jeff Stoddard from Mountland Supply joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, the outdoor audio, we had a chance to experience this, experience this at your golf tournament last year up at Valley View. And the, the true audio that you put, it's a company out of St. George. I mean, impressive. I, it, I mean, nice and, and hidden, but incredible sound. Not, not what I expected. It had a lot of... It had a lot more uh, depth to the to the vo- to the audio than I expected from an outdoor speaker system. Yeah, and, and the cool thing about this True Audio again that they are a local company. They design and they'll help. They actually help us do that design and implementation of where to put stuff. But the the cool thing about this is when you go behind these speakers, you you hear minimal noise, so it's directional. You you put the speakers around what you want to listen or where you want to listen to it. And, and so you don't bug your neighbors. They're not going to hate you. Um, they may tell you to change your choice in music, but they're not going to tell you to turn it down because in all honesty, they, they may not hear it that much. I love it. So outdoor audio, your uh, trampolines, either in ground or above ground, your patio lighting, your outdoor accent lighting, it's all available there. And some to start thinking about uh, before you start planning to where you're going to put your sprinkler system or maybe you're going to do some retro work in your yard. I mean, this is a good time to start the planning process. Go to mountainlandsupply.com, find the location nearest you, go in, tell them that you heard it on the radio, that you heard Jeff, and he was telling all about the cool things and you want to get some uh, pre-planning done. They will help you out, show you what the options are, and get you all ready to go once springtime comes. Because here's the deal. Do it early in the spring, get it all knocked out and ready to go. Your family, they're all going to love it. And then when you go out and play golf, you know, you're not going to have to, you, you won't be on the hook for, Hey, you, we got yard projects to do. That's all done. And then you're set to, uh, to go out and play and do what you want to do the rest of the summer. That's my philosophy. Get it done early. And then you can enjoy the rest of the summer. huh? Absolutely. 
Okay. Well, Jeff, thanks for being with us, man. We really appreciate it. And uh, when you come back next time, I got some other projects I wanted to do around my uh, my smoker and some ways I want to maybe set that off and accent it. So we got some things we got to still talk about, but uh, always appreciate you being here on the show. Yeah. Thank you guys. I appreciate your time. Jeff Stoddard joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. And again, uh, you can check him out at mountainlandsupply.com. He's the director of golf and turf irrigation at Mountainland Supply. We got to take a short break. Hopefully, you enjoyed that. It's a lot to think about. I think most golfers are, uh, they enjoy the landscaping and the beauty of a golf course, and they want to, you know, yeah. replicate that in a lot of ways around their own yard. And Mountainland Supply has you in mind. They're the pros, pros, and they'll take care of you, kind of like a superintendent for your yard right there at Mountainland Supply. All right, short break. More Real Golf continues next. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com introducing the amazing rewards for business 321 program with the amazing rewards for business visa credit card from zions bank you earn three points for select business purchases two points for travel and one point for all other purchases learn more about the amazing rewards 321 program at zionsbank.com or your local zions bank zions bank we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business subject to credit approval terms conditions and restrictions apply zions bank a division of zbna member fdic Ever wonder how the Salt Lake Bees baseball field looks so good? The award-winning Bees grounds crew turned to Mountainland Supply for their turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? Well, when you need irrigation products for your lawn that you can trust, Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe, parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
Tee it up at Uinta Golf and find your right fit. At Uinta Golf, they take customer service to a whole new level. Not only do they fit for clubs, they take pride in servicing customers throughout the entire store. They'll help you find the right shoes, bags, gloves, balls, apparel, and more. You'll find name brand equipment at guaranteed lowest prices every day. So buy it, try it. They know you'll like it because Uinta Golf helped you find the right equipment. Visit Uinta Golf and get custom fit today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Trotta, unlike anything you've experienced before. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you here on hour number three, the Mountainland Supply Hours, brought to you in part by Zion's Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. And by Siegfried and Jensen, 801-222-2222, Siegfried and Jensen. And it's time for our next interview. We had a chance to catch up with former major champion and now NBC and Golf Channel broadcast commentator, Karen Stupples. I'm doing fabulous. Thanks very much. I've had a great day today. I've mowed, I've painted, I've done everything that uh, Jerry Foltz expects me to do, and life is good here. Wait, is he a taskmaster? I think you enjoy it. You act like it's chores. That's really your choosing for (laughs) recreation these days. This is so true. I I can't lie. I do love my mowing. It's been immensely frustrating that I haven't been able to mow as much because the grass isn't growing, but we've had some great weather here in Florida, and it's finally grown. So there I was out there on my mower today. It was great. You know that famous scene from uh, Caddyshack where – um, you know, Bill Murray's character is is dreaming about going from greenskeeper to master's champion. You've gone from major champion to greenskeeper. <laughs> I finally found my calling. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, glad to hear you're doing well and, and things are going good for you. Um, yep. I, I want a couple things we want to talk about. First of all, big story this week. Of course, there was there was a lot of um uh, sadness surrounding Michael Wan's departure from the LPGA mm. Tour. And I guess maybe we should have seen this coming, but uh, the USGA announcing that he will take over as the CEO of the USGA. Um, tell us a little bit about your thoughts um, and and uh, when you heard the news and how excited are you that he's in, in that position with the USGA now? Well, I, I think my first response was one of relief that he's still within the golf industry, that he's still going to be a big part of, of, of golf in general. Because, I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's done so much for, for the women's, for the LPGA Tour since he started 11 years ago that, uh, that to see him walk away from golf in general would have been really tough. But, uh, but glad to see he's there with the USGA. And I think it's just really good in general um, across the board. He's... He's um, he's a great communicator, um, and, and that's something that that both uh, PGA Tour pros and LPGA pros have, have wants from the USGA, and he is that. Um, I think it's great for women's golf in general. I mean, he's been he's as well. I mean, he's been asking sponsors to to walk the walk for the LPGA Tour for for eleven years now. Now he's in a position and has has an opportunity to walk that walk himself. Uh, so he knows exactly, you know, the, the struggles that, that the women's game have had. And, 
and hopefully now he's in a position that he can actually make a big difference uh, with that too. So that's going to be kind of exciting. But I think for golf in general, I I think that um, he thinks outside the box. He is... um, He's, he's the most. He's very creative. He's not afraid to take chances and risks. And uh, typically, when you when he might be thinking that he's uh, he's just swinging a miss, he's actually hitting a home run. So he's he's uh, he'll surround himself with good people in in areas that he's not as as strong in. And uh, I, I really feel like it's a really good fit, and I think it's exciting times. And and you could just see it once Stu answered his face um, when he went on golf today. Uh, to announce this news, news, he's the president of the of the USDA, and he was just beaming from ear to ear. Uh, every word that came out of Mike Wan's voice, he was just beaming, like he was so excited at the prospect of having Mike Wan as as their CEO. And uh, and I think that that's uh, that's great. You know, it's well it's well needed, and uh, I think exciting times are, are ahead for them. You know, it's hard to believe it's been 11 years already. It just seems like not long ago that he jumped in as the commissioner. Maybe tell us Uh, a little bit about how the LPGA, what they thought of him before he started and was coming in as the new commissioner, and maybe some of the highlights of what he's done over the time that he's been there 11 years. Sure. I mean, he, I mean, at first off, everybody's like, who is this? We don't know. You know, we'd never heard of him. And uh, it was, it was like, okay, well, fingers crossed, you know, hopefully he's, he's going to come in and, and do some good things. I mean, we knew that he had come from, from the golf industry, worked for TaylorMade and Wilson before. So we, we knew that he had, you know, golf in his background. But other than that, we really didn't know much about him. Uh, but he hit the ground running uh, very quickly. Um, it, literally, he, he, he's been an open book. Like, all, all of the LPJ players have his phone number. We're able to text him, and he always replies. Like I don't think I've ever sent a text and never had a reply back from him. So he's uh, he's an open book in that that regard. But one of the biggest things that he set out to do, and it was one of those those things that that could have potentially been a swing and a miss, but it turned out to be a big hit. And it was the Founders Cup. Um, he had this idea of of bringing the, the LPGA's past and creating uh, more of a future. For, for women's golf, using that that as a as a as a vehicle, so to speak, he, uh, he created that tournament and he asked the players to play for no purse. But there was going to be a purse, but all of that money was going to be donated to girls' golf. And what 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 essentially has created? I mean, they donated a million dollars that first year in 2011 uh, to the LPGA Foundation and girls' golf. And essentially, back then, 11 years ago, five thousand there was five thousand girls golf members of girls golf there's now 90,000 wow. members of girls golf 36% of all the the young juniors starting golf are, are girls um and that's huge that their goal is is to get that number to 50 so that you know they, they've got high hopes still and they and they want to continue that but you know he's he's by by creating the founders cup um he's really uh created growth of the game and, and I think that's something that will stand him in good stead as he moves to the USGA. But that, that I think, is one of the biggest, uh, the biggest things that, that Mike Wan has done. Obviously, you know, the, the increase of purse, the increase in purses, the increase in TV, TV hours, um, the number of tournaments. I mean, he's had a huge impact across the LPGA Tour, across the board. But I think that the one thing that he will be most proud of is the opportunity that he gives young girls now to, uh, to, to, have, um, to play golf. 
Karen Stupple's joining us here on Real Golf Radio. The Founders Cup, if I remember right, that was a tournament that suddenly was without a sponsor, and he kind of made lemonade out of lemons there, right? I mean, that was a, a – am I remember that right? Like, he got creative, created the Founders Cup around it, and then and then grew it. So for a year, it was sponsorless, and then it became what it is today. Am I – is that right? It, it basically, I mean, people were, people were buying were buying into it, but it, we we played for no purse that right, first that's what year. It was. Yeah, um, but but it, but it was for for a but there was a million dollars there that that as players, you know, you know, it, it was a, a pseudo purse. I mean, we still got credited X mm. number on on the on the money list, but we didn't collect the money. That went straight into girls' golf, and uh, that was it was a really big initiative on his part. But it was it was all to do with bringing awareness around the founders, acting like a founder, uh, going back to the grassroots of the LPGA Tour in order to grow uh, and, and to grow the game and to, to build bigger and better, a bigger and better tour, but a bigger and better uh, arena for, for girls to play golf in general. Yeah, and about the idea of having independent contractors come and playing at, for mm-hmm. no fee, <laughs> that's, uh, that, yeah. that's pretty impressive that they all rallied for sure. I was going to say that that really speaks to, to Mike Juan as well as, as a person. Like he, he, he sold us on it and uh, we all bought in. I mean, but he's, that's what he does best. And that's why the tour has gone from strength to strength with him as their, as their, as their commissioner. So you've talked about him staying in the game and how exciting that was for mm. you to see that. What about the girls? What do they think about him now be, becoming the CEO of the USGA? Well, I, I I think it's I mean it's twofold. I mean, obviously there's a there's still a hint of sadness that he's gone. To be honest, I mean I, I think that it's you know you'll see him at the you'll you know you'll you'll see him at the you know USGA events and be like oh well, you know I wish you you know were still here. Obviously, the, the LPJ still has yet to name who will be his successor. Um, but uh, I think that they will they will miss him around the, the tournaments. But I, I think that there is optimism. Uh, amongst all the players, that he has that platform to elevate the women's game even more from his position there with the USGA than he was able to do even as, as, as the commissioner of the LPGA Tour. Hey, Karen. Uh, Karen Stupple's joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, thank you for the insights on that, by the way. I think it's a cool story that's developing, yep. and I think it's a great move by the USGA. Uh, Mike, mm. Mike Wan has submitted himself as someone who's very relevant in the game, and I think in some ways the USGA faced some irrelevancy. People were starting to look and say, hey, you know what? Why, why are they still making the rules for professional golf and, and so on and so forth? So it's, it's, I, to me, it's an interesting uh, time and I think a terrific move, and I'm anxious to see what Mike has. Um, and, and not only with his his LPGA background, but his manufacturing background, because the mm-hmm. USGA is going to be going head to head with manufacturers on this distance study. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Uh, in yep. the time we have left, I wanted to ask you about Annika also um, playing. She's going to return to action, her first competitive round, right in her own backyard, which is was the big yep. kicker for her. As a former tour player and major champion in your own right, having been away from competitive golf playing yourself for some time, what would that be like? What do you suppose Annika's going to experience teeing it up again? 
<laughs> well, it's it's different. I mean, she's a different per- she's a different golfer now than she was when she was number one in the world and being very dominant. She doesn't quite hit the ball quite as far as as she once did, and the the difficulty that she'll face is is being mentally in on every single shot because you're you're just not used to playing golf that way anymore. You you used to hopping in a cart and riding around the golf course, and you know it's a quick, 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 and off you go, and you don't have to be as focused. Um, it's just going to be more, much more of a mental struggle. And she's going to go from when she last played, she was one of the longest players on tour, to being now just roughly around average. So that's going to be an adjustment as well. Because when you're used to being long, it's 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 a it's a bit of a bit of pill to swallow that you're not being quite that you're not as long. That being said, she knows that golf course like the back of her hand. So she knows all the little ins and outs of how to get round it and. Um, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see her 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 put into a very respectable performance. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch, definitely, um, to see Annika out playing and competing as a professional um, mm-hmm. on the LPGA Tour again. Um, another thing that you jumped into after um, your career as a professional golfer was broadcasting. Announcement came out that Phil Mickelson is kind of laying the groundwork now for broadcasting. Was that difficult for you, and do you think it'll be difficult for him? Not, not at all. Um, for, for, for me, <laughs> well, for me, I loved it. I like, I love the discussion. I love to talk about things and, and getting on, on debates about golf and what's happening in the world of golf and things like that. I just enjoy that side of things. And I think Mickelson is exactly the same way. I mean, he has uh, a personality that is, that is quite perfect for it. I mean, we've seen him in action a couple of times now and uh, his interactions on, on uh, social media have been, uh, quite spectacular as well in in many in many areas. I mean, his calves and and the, the far side <laughs> chats and you know it's like all these things. He, he's uh, he's got a sense of humour. He's very quick. He sees everything. He's experienced uh, just about everything there is to experience in the game of golf, and uh, and he'll be able to to use that and draw on it quite successfully. I mean. Sometimes when you're covering live golf, it comes at you very quickly. Like what's happening on the screen happens so fast. And and uh, he has a very quick eye and he sees it and picks it up very quickly. And he's able to put it into words that, that people find fascinating to listen to. I mean, he's just got one of those personalities, I think, that, that people are going to be drawn to. And I think it's a fascinating prospect of him being in a booth somewhere. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be difficult for Lefty to find the words uh, to say no. once he gets a microphone. I mean, people used to give Johnny Miller a bad time uh, about some of the things he said. I can't even wait to hear what Phil has to say uh, when he's when he gets oh. out there. Definitely, I, I think he'll have a, a nice little down to earthness to him. To be honest with you, and I think it'll be uh, quite refreshing. Yeah, he's, he's going to be fun. Well, it is interesting. Uh, Karen, thanks so much for taking some time to visit with us. It's always fun to talk golf with you. By the way, when you were playing, were you were you talkative? Did you did you chat out there quite a bit? Because, I mean, Faldo, I swear he never said two words in his playing career, and all of a sudden here he can't <laughs> shut him up on the broadcast. I mean, he's he does a fantastic uh-huh. job. But uh, were you chatty, or, have you always, or were you quiet when you played? Um, I think it very much depended on what, who I was paired with. And I did like to chat. Like I like to have my mind occupied by other things other than what was going on on a golf course. If I was quiet, uh, typically I wasn't playing very well and there was no way for me to get out of it. But I like to chat. I like, as you can tell, I, I like to be, I like to communicate with people. 
And uh, it's it golf is if you're out there for five five hours five and a half hours, it's good to have people to talk to and have things to say. That's not necessarily just about um, what what you're doing on the course. And and I, I think that's one of the biggest things that caddies have to do for their players is is to have good interesting bits of conversation to talk about uh, with their players on the golf course because you've got to keep their mind off of it. Yeah. You can't let them dwell on what's happened. Another group yeah. that, that likes to chat, the caddies, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Karen, thanks so much. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. We wish you the best and uh, enjoy your mower. Well, I can't wait, although uh, it, might, it might be another week before I get on it again. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much, Karen. That was Karen Stupples joining us here on Real Golf Radio. And it's brought to you in part by Uinta Golf, serving Utah golfers since 1971. Home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantees. When we come back, Guy Yoakum right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before you might know mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through 
through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at hoopsvision.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show, brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort. And I'll tell you, they're having a terrific parade of homes down in St. George. They have gone through the initial 300 offering. There's still plenty of opportunities to get involved. Go to blackdesertresort.com for more information and your opportunity to be involved in this historic project down in St. George, a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course, a resort hotel, world-class dining and shopping. This thing is going to be fantastic. It's Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Go to Black Desert resort.com here's guy yokum doing good shoveled four four walks today shoveled my driveway didn't shovel it snow snow bloated and uh did mine and three of my neighbors did their sidewalks and walks so uh i'm just teeming with self-satisfaction and my <laughs> heart is full knowing i served my community and, and the citizens around me and uh but it's not all good. I, I you know, it, it is a, it is kind of a white blanketed uh, vision of hell in some ways. Here, it could be worse. I could be in Dallas, but uh, uh, but I'm ready to talk some some nice green balmy stuff like I saw a little bit on the TV today out of Genesis. So. Oh, I love it. So uh, you guys, you guys are getting, you know, we're, we're all sort of getting hit with this winter vortex that's, uh, that's come through, but you know, so after uh, covering and, and writing golf stories, now you're, you're uh, looking forward to some snow so you can fire up the blower and go serve your neighbors, huh? That's right. You know, it's uh, uh, you feel like you're leading a purpose driven life. You know, I, I, I wait for the snow to stop. I just pace back and forth there. There's nothing else to do. I mean, it, it's dead of winter, and then you got the COVID thing and all that. So, you know, it's like idle hands of the devil's workshop. I, I just wait for it to stop snowing, and then uh, uh, I'm pacing like a caged cat and wait so I can go out and get on that snowblower. And, uh, I, I, you know, I can just effect. imagine watching you pacing, being the fly in the room watching you pacing. Back and forth, and as soon as the snow stops, man, you charge for the outside. 
It's not pretty. I'm like Walter Matthau and grumpy old man. I, I got like the duck hunting hat pulled down over my ears. I, maybe like Charlie Brown Christmas. I'm all bundled up and just pacing, sweating inside my suit, waiting to go out and uh, fire up the snowblower. God, it's pathetic. <laughs> how, many, how many times do you go just test start it, you know, while you're waiting? Do you pop, you get the garage open and just fire that sucker up a couple times just to make sure it's ready? Oh, I've got it all down. Are you kidding? I changed the oil on it twice this year. I'm always checking the spark plug, uh, you know, looking up the technical manuals, make sure the cables are all right. It's like my, it's like my toy, you know, it's like, uh, uh, sort of like having, it's my little, it's my drone. I guess. There you uh, go. Two, two, uh, two times an oil change in one season. I think most of us go five years without even thinking about changing <laughs> the oil on those things. So well done for you. Uh, that thing is going to be yeah, running just not, great. Yeah, it's it's like uh, I'll go up and, and, and check the gas on it twice a day. You know, it'll be sitting out there and uh, think, well, I want to make sure it's all gassed up. So I'll go look. You'll go, yep, it's, it's pretty full. Come back sit inside for two hours and I think I'll go check the gas again. Yep. Still full. <laughs> and that's without starting it up yet. Oh, it's I just cabin awesome. fever, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really ready to think about golf. I'm really glad you guys called. Me. All right. Let's, let's talk a little golf. I, I actually could just listen to you, uh, tell all the other stuff, but, uh, since we are hosting a golf show, we'll, we'll, uh, We'll kick it in that direction a little bit. But uh, one of the th- announcements this week, uh, Michael Wan announces the new CEO of the USGA. It's interesting on a couple of fronts, really. You know, his uh, manufacturing background, also obviously his time spent as the commissioner of the LPGA Tour, and now heading up the governing body here in this part of the world. Um, wh- what do you suppose with – with the distance um, study going on and the discussions with manufacturers, I think that's interesting. With the continued growth and uh, I think accelerated growth of, of women's game for what he did with the LPGA Tour, how do you think his role now with the USGA will impact both of those uh, previous areas of his life? Yeah, you can't help but wonder. You know, you, you think how will how will his leadership be different than, than the USGA's, you know, or excuse me, than Mike Davis's was in that CEO role, you know, and the USGA, they've done so many things. They've gone in, uh, you know, a lot of directions. I mean, I, I mean like the, the, the U S four ball thing, um, they've, uh, the changes in the rules of golf and, and this ongoing thing, they've, uh, you know, realigning the TV deal with the Fox thing. I mean, there's been a lot sort of going on there. I think over the years. So you think, uh, how will Mike Wan really put a different face on it? And uh, one thing I noticed, like in these stories I was I was reading, uh, you know, with the announcement, is he the, the quote from his is from him is you know he's really proud of uh, what he believes is his strength is is strategic alliances. I mean that that expression just kept coming up, strategic alliances. What does that mean? You know, it definitely has uh, a financial, sort of a corporate feel to it, you know, and it makes you wonder what could happen under his watch. You know, it's, um, we don't really know, of course, but it, it does make you wonder. Does it, could he create a, a panel? You know, he, he, uh, he wants, I think he has, he's striking a conciliatory tone with uh, the distance issue and, uh, the implications with manufacturers and all that. 
and uh, the, the USGA and the, the, the manufacturers, it's all, they've always been viewed and may even consider themselves as sort of adversaries on that. And uh, Mike Wan is more of a, Jaime Diaz called him a consensus builder, you know, but he's a, he's, he's a, he's a people person, you know, he, he governs, he governed LPGA sort of with the consent of the governed, uh, consent of the governed. He, 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 he reaches out. He's, he's, he's a people guy. He, he, he wants to impose or impart sort of what the will of his constituents are. We know that much about him. And he's real skillful. He's real good on his feet. He's, he was successful before he ever got to the USGA. So what could that mean? It could mean like a panel, say, uh, between USGA and the, and the manufacturers where they kind of tackle this in sort of a cooperative fa- fashion that would be good for uh, both of those parties and, and maybe good for all, for all parties, for the everyday golfer. Could it mean... I don't know. Could he mean, could it mean a more corporate sponsorship behind the USGA and, and its championship? Could there be something more grand, you know, coming that way? Uh, the USGA is opening a second headquarters in Pinehurst. Could it mean sort of a kind of a home base for the USGA in terms of a new championship? Or maybe, uh, well, I wouldn't say the US Open would be played there every year, but could it be, I mean, we know the PGA. Uh, of America, they have this, this new course coming up uh, in Frisco, Texas, you know, where they're going to be, that is going to be used as a site. So, I, I mean, could Pinehurst be used for some, on a more regular basis there? Uh, could it be a different cooperation, uh, maybe with the RNA, which is uh, uh, the RNA and the USGA, they're kind of the joint ruling bodies of the game. Maybe they'll work close, more closely with them or have some kind of uh, joint initiative with it, so um, it's it's too early to say. I, 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 uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens with television going forward, and uh, I think that was a little traumatic the way the the Fox deal fell apart last year, and um, the, the televising of, of other events away from the U.S. Open. You know that uh, Fox was supposed to do, and, it, and that's not happening now. So. Uh, who knows? It's just uh, it's hard to say. But I think that by and large, uh, the early returns is everybody's really enthusiastic about Mike Wan. I mean, he, they, they've always said how uh, how well he did at the LPGA and how the LPGA grew. More tournaments, bigger, bigger purses, more money, more playing opportunities for the LPGA. But uh, it wasn't easy. I don't, you know, he didn't wave, wave a magic wand and and make all that good stuff happen there. And it wasn't, you know, LPGA's got a long way to go. Even now, yeah. I wonder who Mike wants successful will be at the LPGA. They, they have blank spots on their schedule and, and all that. So anyway, he left a good impression at the LPGA. And if he comes into the US, uh, USGA uh, with, that, with that sort of mojo and that kind of momentum and people – who just like him, you know, he's a, he's a likable guy. He's a dynamic person. Um, maybe, uh, could be, could be some good things. I think everybody's optimistic and happy to see that he was a guy. You know, it's a, it, I, I love what you j- just had to set say about him because 
we've all known Mike Wan. We didn't know where he came from to begin with, you know, what his credentials were and all that kind of thing. I don't, I don't think the players knew who he was to begin with, but he comes in and he, over the last 11 years, he's built that tour up after it had dropped to a low of 20 something tour events every year. And, um, and they love him. They love him now. So that, so that's what we know about him. But I, I love what you told us about him and strategic partnerships and the things that that he'll do to help boost the USGA. Because face it, the USGA over the last little bit, they've, they've made a lot of changes. Um, they've got all this stuff going on with, you know, the word bifurcation comes along with the rules and the, and the players and what they, their rules being different than, possibly being different than um, the the regular players, um, amateurs, and that kind of thing in the game. So this is all good stuff that you've that you've talked with us about about Michael Wan. Um, another another big story this week uh, is Phil Mickelson. He's kind of laying the groundwork. Uh, he came out and said earlier in the year that um, on the West Coast he was going to see how he did on the West Coast and if if he could possibly make the Ryder Cup team. Um, and if he was still relevant in the game and being able to compete and contend on the PGA tour, then, then he would start thinking about the champions tour. If he wasn't able to do that, but now he's starting to lay the groundwork for getting in the booth. Your thoughts about him being in the booth and, uh, being able to, to talk and, um, and portray the game. And, and what do you think he's going to be able to do? Well, he'll be great at it. At it. Uh, there's, there's no question about that. You know, I, I do. Uh, uh, I'm sort of retired from golf digest, but I still contribute a little bit. I, I still help. Uh, I write help Jim Nance with his column every month, and so I talk to Jim a lot. And one thing he he mentioned a, a couple of years ago, Phil had, had stopped into the booth or something, and Nance came away, and he talked to me like the next day, and he said, "Man, that that guy is solid." He's going to be the next great TV star, and you know Nats has a good eye for that type of stuff. He 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 thought that Tony Romo was was going to one day make a great uh, TV analyst um, while he was still playing. So uh, he sort of has like Nats's blessing, which I sort of trust. Just from what we've seen of Phil, you know, he's such a hand to glove thing. I mean, he he kind of has no filter. He he. Uh, Geez, he just opens a vein, you know, when he's on. He, he, he was always like that as a player, you know. He was always a good interview and uh, just always sort of blabby. He knew he knew how to fill the air. He's got a good sense of people, and he, he knows what's interesting. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily a, afraid of hurting feelings. I think he might be end up being sort of like Johnny Miller uh, in, in the sense that, you know, Johnny Miller always said that, uh, his expression was, he says, well, I pull the player's pants down, but I leave their underwear on. <laughs> Meaning that he, you know, that he doesn't, he, he, he can be sort of cutting and critical, but, you know, there was a limit to, to how far that, that would be. And, and players always would be mad at Johnny Miller, but they never really hated him, you know. And I think that Phil, uh, uh, I think he'll be that same way. I think he'll be a breath of fresh air. I think he'll be really forthright, forthcoming all the time. He can't help himself from being like that. Of course, he has, like, incredible experience. I mean, a career mm -hmm. of things. He's got a real sharp eye. He's, he's a really observant person, Phil. He, 
he's a good reader of body language. He and he's still in touch with the players. I mean, all these Ryder Cups on the tour, he's got a million friends out there. He's he's never met someone who wasn't a friend. I mean, so uh, he knows all these young guys. He knows the situation. He's not. He's just not going to be afraid to call it like he sees it. And there won't be much dead air, you know, when when Phil's on. It will be a. Uh, uh, He'll sort of be the star of the show, you know, wherever he goes. I don't so, think there's dead air in Phil's life anywhere, guy. No. Nah, no. He's 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 just one of those people. He's got uh, he just he's kind of wired different than a, than a lot of people. He's just got a an unusual DNA. But uh, I don't know. We you know we never really thought of him of, of one day being a TV guy, but but here he is, and. Uh, I'll bet it happens. I, I don't, you know, Phil, Phil said that he wanted to play the Champions Tour. He, 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 you know, he said if he can't compete on the regular tour, uh, uh, that he, he said he wouldn't have any compunction. You know, uh, he would play the, the senior tour because he, he said, I just want to go wherever he could win. Right. You know, a W's a W in, in his mind. So he sounded sort of enthused about doing that. But he's he's been a long time at the fair. I think that I think that the Champions Tour, uh, PGA Tour champions. I, I think that that would bore Phil, to be honest. I just don't think he would, uh, you know, be stimulated by it. Uh, no fans, even after fans come back, they, they they don't have the same kind of attendance. He just he just you know it's just a smaller market, and Phil's not a small market guy, you know, in his own mind. I think he wants to be where the action is and he wants to have fun, you know, and he likes, he likes new challenges. He, he, he uh, you know, he just, he, he likes, uh, he likes to, to flow through life. He doesn't let life flow through him. Is that right? Or do I have that backwards? No, I, I, I think I get what but, you mean. Yeah. 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 He just likes to embrace that stuff. I think he, he, he likes it. He, he likes the attention too, you know, Phil. Oh, for sure. Phil, yeah, he likes the public eye. There's never been a player more comfortable in his own skin or more comfortable in the public eye than Phil Mickelson. So it'll be a match made in heaven, you know, whoever scoops him up, you know. So My guess is it's going to be NBC so he can be out there with his old caddy bones and they'll be throwing it back and forth. I mean, that would just be – that would be something else for sure. Hey, Guy, before we let you go, uh, we're, we're running a little short on time. Guy Yoakum joining us here. Um, Jordan Spieth continues his comeback. To me, and Bob and I talked about this – Really, I think the last two years, I mean, seeing Jordan get back, seeing Rory win the Masters and complete the career Grand Slam, I mean, those are a couple of stories that I think are pretty popular in the game, and you've seen it. I mean, from the 61 on Saturday at Phoenix to, you know, being in the final group at Pebble last week, it just, there's a, there's a lot of people hanging on this Jordan Spieth comeback story, huh? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, he's, he's contending again this week. He played good today. Where is he? He's like three under or something. I mean, that's a good number around. Hard rivet Riviera course. It's set up tough this week uh, so far. But you know, it just he's right there. You know, it's just it's it's just like uh, everything's clicking with him. Cal, he's putting like the Jordan Spieth of old. His short game's always been there. Actually, it's sort of his iron place, uh, even through the depths of this slump. I, you know, it wasn't it wasn't his wasn't his iron play that was leading the straight. It was all centered on that driver. You know, he just. He's never been a great driver of the ball, but, but you know it's that part of it. It's it's just amazing. Uh, well, it sort of it amazes me 
how some of these guys, they just never figure it out. It's the most elemental part of golf. I, I mean, hitting the driver. It, it's like kind of like job one in golf. You know, it's a thing that from the day one, it's hitting the ball long and straight. It's a thing from the time you're a little kid you, you focus on. All right, thanks so much. That's all the time we had for Guy. If you want to hear the rest of that, go to our uh, Twitter handle, at Real Golf. That's where you can find us. Just love listening to Guy. And it's brought to you in part by Get Some Guns and Ammo, four locations up and down the Wasatch Front. They're open seven days a week. They've got a terrific range and plenty of range gun rentals so you can try before you buy it. Get Some Guns and Ammo. Also, by Hoops Vision and our good friends. Remember, mention Hoops Vision, Real Golf Radio, when you go to HoopsVision.com and save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure at HoopsVision.com. Bob, that's going to do it for us. A good show, a great weekend shaping up at uh, Genesis and wrapping up the West Coast Swing. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, excited to watch the next couple of days and uh, and then excited to get back over to the East Coast of Florida and, and watch that WGC event. Over at, uh, as the caddy says, concussion. Concussion. Golf course, yeah. Should be interesting. <laughs> all right, thanks again to Dave Glauser, our producer. He's the best. Uh, for Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks to all the folks there at our flagship station, 1280 The Zone, and we'll see you next week, Saturday, 6 to 9, right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 